gritty culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here with the wife, the mother, the dancer, the educator, the novelist, the author of several books and the subject of two separate documentaries, the owner of Melissa Vision on Roku uh, TV, and, uh, you know, you can see the documentaries there or at MelissaItellJoran.com, and, the, of course, the host of her, her show, Melissa Itell Joran Show, each and every week, and we got hundreds and hundreds and if not a thousand episodes you could kind of pick through and see what you like. But uh, this woman always has great things to say. Without further ado, Melissa, how are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? Doing well. Uh, the latest indictment. This is the third indictment of President Trump. Uh, to me, this seems like the most serious and, and possibly potentially the most uh, problematic for the former president. Would you agree? Um, I will. Um, but then again, we're waiting for on Georgia. Yes. Oh, that could be terrible, too. That could be terrible. What's give, give an overview? Yeah. Well, listen. If uh, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but in case people are are living under a rock and they don't know anything about the Trump indictment, uh, differentiate this from some of the others. Yeah. Well, um, you know, this time it's over January sixth, and and the yeah, the the charge that he, uh, you know. Um, he that he he um, pretty much instigated this. He was the, you know, he he, uh, and then it's mixed in also with what he said. They're they're treading on, on uh, free speech here because, uh, you know, he he did say things, but he does have free speech. If he doesn't believe that he, you know, his his elect the election was stolen, if he believes that, that's his right. Even if we think it's ridiculous, but uh, but you know we know what this is all about. I mean, uh, Jack Smith is a I think a very competent. Uh, attorney, he uh, he is. Um, I, I I think he uh, he laid out the the law, you know, as press special prosecutor. But then again, we have to know that there are political undertones to this. And with each indictment, it's building up to this point where we we got to get him somehow. If we get him in, you know, we get we we get a conviction. We we stop it. We get this all done before the the. Uh, the election. We do this, in, you know, right when the campaign takes off, and there because you know there are looming court dates, and I'm not talking about New York City, New York State, with with Alvin Bragg. But if this, but if they get a, um, they get this fast trial, let's say in the fall, late fall, December, uh, this is at the height of the of the of, of the campaigning. Um, they get Trump, you know, it gets a conviction. Well, then, you know, it, it's it's pretty much. I think it looks like it's going to be over for him. Uh, and he's got some very high-priced attorneys at his side, but um, you know, this, this is not the. But this is by no means the end. There's more coming. With Georgia is coming, and I, what I was going to say about Georgia is that the sheriff in Georgia said that he is going to get a mugshot when when uh, this happens, when when the former president has to appear in Georgia, he's going to get a mugshot of him. Wow, it sounds like <laughs> fingerprints. <laughs> it sounds like a brag. Of that, and by the way, is the uh, is the sheriff a uh, a Democrat Republican? We know. 
Um, well, you know what's so funny? This is what's so ironic. Jack Smith is actually a Republican. I didn't know this. Oh, that's interesting. I heard this yesterday. Wow. Oh, yes, yes. He's a Republican. I don't know what the sheriff is. I think the sheriff just hates President Trump's guts. <laughs> as the governor of uh, Georgia does as well. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. Governor Kemp and the Secretary of State of Georgia. Do you know? Um, but, yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, Jack Smith to me is a serious guy. I, I don't think he's a joke. I mean, he's. Uh, I think he's a serious prosecutor, and a, um, you know, investigator. Um, I, I wouldn't take Jack Smith lightly. No, I wouldn't either. I think he he, he knows what he's doing. He's he's no nonsense. Yeah. Well, Georgia on on top of this, on top of the January sixth problems, uh, I I think pose a problem for for Trump and. You know, uh, by the way, William Barr, and I know William Barr hates Trump, but, the, you know, it's, a, it's obviously a close um, ally. Uh, at one time, he was a very close ally to him, and certainly uh, as his uh, as his uh, right hand there on, on these such matters, I, I think William Barr is going to be um, is, is going to be instrumental in this whole thing. And he's already out there. He's already out there saying this is, you know, th that, you know, Trump did this and said this. Um, I, I I think what's coming out of William Barr's mouth is very damning to Trump. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, we know we've known for the longest time that um, Barr doesn't. Barr's got uh, he's got an axe to grind with um, with Trump. Do you think? And let's just you know uh, jump off. Uh, Trump for one second. Frank McKay here. Melissa, I tell Um They call it the Biden crime family, right? I'm sure you've heard that expression, right? Uh, right wing radio calls it that. Do you think that in general, people, if Hunter Biden slides and and gets, uh, you know, skates and gets through this without any trouble and Trump gets in trouble, do you think People are going to be able to make the argument, hey, look, um, you know, one guy gets a pass and the other guy uh, doesn't get the pass. Uh, in, in some ways, it would be better for the anti-Trump people if both Biden, you know, Hunter Biden, that is, uh, got in some kind of trouble, you know, got a serious uh, charge against him and, and a conviction, whatever, and Trump did. And I think uh, that it would go down easier for uh, the electorate. Uh, including some Republicans that are, are probably dying not to like Trump, but it's—I uh, I don't know. You, you you see what I'm saying? You see where I'm going? Do you think Biden, Hunter Biden, uh, going down could actually be um, helpful? Helpful in uh, in believe it or not, I'm not saying his father, but the Democrats uh, taking this on and and then maybe even evening the the playing field. And I don't know what you get after that. Uh, you get DeSantis versus. Um, Gavin Newsom or something like that or whatever. I don't think, I don't think Biden could run if Hunter Biden uh, gets uh, gets thrown in jail. Well, the thing is, yeah, this is a, this is a, a polarizing issue because Democrats feel, oh, you know, you can't prove anything. You can't prove that there was um, deliberate money laundering um, and 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 and, and uh, between uh, Hunter and. 
and uh, the the Chinese and the Ukrainians and 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 the big guy, the being the father, and getting a cut on the action. Uh, it's all this is all, you know, hearsay, and it's and it's and uh, it, 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 it in no way that it can it be proved. Um, I, of course, the Republicans already have their daggers out, and they they feel that this is evidence that the that Biden crime family indeed does exist. But um, the way things are going, unless they can, you know, it's going to go to a trial with Bob, with Hunter Biden anyway. So that that's you know that that remains to be seen. Hunter is a you know he's a sore spot for you know for the Democrats. He's a boy. He's a he's a the bane in their side, um, but a bane to their existence. But I I, I don't know with with any luck. If it, I think Biden will will probably sail through this unless. You know, we, we get some major rev- revelations, and I don't know if 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 things look the way they are, um, despite all the indictments that are coming down the pipe, and it's 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 a rematch of 2020. It's very possible if Biden is you know alive and well, <laughs> and if he you know he could win, he could squeak by, but I don't know if he'll be able to serve out the entire term, and. You know, you, you know who we'll have after that. Oh boy! Um, and the others, yeah, yeah, I know. It's unbelievable. I mean, I don't even want to think about it. It's unbelievable. Boy, will she be then, cackling then? Oh my God! And then, um, if you know the other, you know the, uh, the 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 flip side of the coin is that uh, it becomes apparent that it's just not going to work out. That this scenario is just too risky. Then you have Gavin Newsom waiting in the wings, and he's still happily fill those shoes i will step up for my country is what gavin newsom will say i my country calls and they need me Mm -hmm. i gavin newsom will be there to (laughs) to handle this uh frank mckay here much more importantly melissa i tell john.com i you know if uh if this comes down um uh, there's a lot of moving parts and you know you wonder whether they think that Biden, they don't want to move Biden out because they he's beaten Trump. But if if Trump leaves, right, if tr- Trump leaves, if Trump is not going to be the Republican nominee, then uh, uh, the Democrats might make a move uh, just to say, OK, let's get fresh legs in there. Let's get somebody. Because remember, if they get Biden in, they they fig- you know, a, a second time. They they know they only have him for a short period of time. If you know, if at most another four years, but I mean they, he's not going to make four years. And then they have her, and they're married to her. If they start, if they start afresh, and go Gavin Newsom, and and put let, let's say an African American woman in as the um, uh, as the um, uh, vice presidential, that's not Kamala. And then you figure out something to do with Kamala. Um, some kind of position for her. I don't know what what you give her. You know, vice president's pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. But Not if you bad. if you think about it, um, they have an opportunity uh, to make a change there and and try to at least lock up their future for the next eight years instead of the next two or four years with Biden. So Trump. Uh, coming or going, being the, the nominee or not being the, uh, the nominee is a very, um, a, a very big deal that's happening. And also, if he, if he loses the Republican nomination and he's mad and he's mad at the Republicans, he could run as an independent and peel enough votes away 
too secure that the Democrat wins. And I, I think, you know, burning oil wells, as, as Saddam Hussein did in the, um, in the, at the end of the Gulf War, <laughs> just kind of going out that way. So, uh, right, right. It, you know, my question to you is, um, you know, I guess everything, you know, really comes down to will Trump be the Republican nominee? Uh, do you think it's less likely now after this indictment, knowing that George is coming down the pipe, um, do you think uh, do you think that it's the, those who are wishing for Trump not to be the nominee, they have more uh, going for them now than the last time we spoke? Well, let's put it this way. With each indictment, with each um, uh, high-strung high media attention that's paid to, the, to his appearances at these various court venues, the more, the more frenzied his supporters become and the more money pours in for him. Now, he's basking in this, let's face it. He's playing the victim pretty well. And I heard a lot of people interviewed on several major radio outlets saying, you know, that uh, that uh, he's being uh, victimized, that he's being uh, ruthlessly uh, led, you know, led into, uh, you know, in, in, into this abyss of, of political uh, savagery by the Democrats just designed to basically just prevent him from getting anywhere near the White House. And... Uh, he just gets more and more, uh, gets more emboldened. The, the, the supporters just go wild, you know. The, the fundraising goes up, and he's still leading the party. I mean, the party hasn't shown signs of, of um, asking him to step down. They, they're not doing anything. They're not saying anything. They, as, he's still the front runner. You know, DeSantis is, is, the, is still second. You know, his, I don't know what's going to happen with DeSantis. I, I mean, the, he was supposed to be the, you know, the great, you know, uh, the great savior and look what happened. I mean, where did his campaign go? And, uh, you know, there's nothing in the Constitution that says you cannot run if you, you, you know, you've, you've, got a, a, you've got indictments, you're convicted, you're in jail. There's nothing. All you yeah. have to do is, is be thir at least 35 years old and a, and a U.S. citizen born in this country, you know, and a Native American. There's nothing in the Constitution barring you from running and otherwise. So um, as it's stands now if they were going to have you know if the election were held tomorrow it's, it would be a you know we'd be in the midst of a rematch yeah no question about it uh and it's just it's just a bizarre time period that uh that we have uh, going for us and by the way the name we're not hearing if biden steps out we're really not hearing the name hillary anymore right that's kind of in the rearview mirror it's and by the way it'll emerge oh trust me if uh if, oh, Bi sure. <laughs> if Biden doesn't run, you know, the big H, yeah. we used to joke yeah. about the bat signal, the big H symbol in yeah. the air will be there. Yeah. yeah, she's there. She's she's just waiting in the wings. She's waiting for the, the, the bat signal, the H signal, whatever it is, you know, and she'll reappear and say, here I am to save the world. <laughs> Bill, Chelsea, grandchildren, uh, my country needs me. I'll be back. Right. Right. But I don't know. The third time is not necessarily the charm. No, this would be a this would be a <laughs> this would be a disaster. Yeah. I mean, wow. It's just uh, the woman who would be president is going to be, you know, her epitaph, you know, as far as uh, things go, because uh, I, I don't think it's happening. I don't think she's I think even the Dems would say, you know what, let's move forward, you know, because, right. uh, you know, even if you got Hillary and she got through. This time, you know, you're going to get her for four years or 
or whatever. She's she's close to 80, right, Hillary? I don't know. She's a, actually she's a year younger than um, than than Trump. So Trump is 77. Right. She was born in I think she was born in 47. Okay. Uh yeah, I think so. So that means in 27 she'll be she'll be 80. Yeah, but these days 80 what's 80? 80 is the new what? The new 60? Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> 80 is the new 62. That's what I yeah, said. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. And 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 today, you know, your age doesn't matter. Your age isn't what you, what what you think it is. You know, uh, fifty is the new thirty. Um, I don't know, thirty is the new fifteen. <laughs> just just a number. It's just a number. It's just a number. That's right. So those of you who are celebrating birthdays and you're or you're reaching milestones, don't feel bad because it's just a number. So if you're 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 seventy five, seventy five is the new fifty five. You know, think of it that way. Just a number, guys. Just a number. So, a hundred-year-olds out there, uh, don't worry. It's, it's just a number. A hundred. It's the new eighty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. A hundred is the new eighty. I, I, I'll tell you, I'm fifty-six. So I, you know, uh, what is that? The new. 40? You're the new thirty-five. Yeah, I'm the new thirty. I feel thirty-five. It's just a number. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's the ticket. Just a number. Just a number. Well, that's right. Frank McKay here with Melissa Itell Joran and go to melissaiteljoran.com. I you know, getting back to this. Now we said, look, he's basking in this. He's um he's feeling emboldened. His people are still strongly behind him. But and I'll say B capital B capital U capital T. But but it hasn't soaken in yet. This is different than Mm -hmm. the others. And I know certain people are going to love him no matter what, and they're going to block out. They're going to say they're not going after the the Biden crime family. We're with Trump. But Mm -hmm. there are now Republicans that supported half of the Trump um, Trump vote. I I don't have the poll in front of me. I I should have saved it out knowing we were talking today. But there are poll numbers out now, and this just shows like a, like a little bit of a, a crack in things, that 50% of the Trump voters, that of Trump supporters, are open to voting for someone else. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sure. that all of a sudden, that, that's a departure, you know, from, from where we were. I don't know what the number was two weeks ago or three weeks ago, but as of today, and by the way, it hasn't soaken in yet. It hasn't sunken in uh, to uh, the, the people that are out there. Are they going to say, are people going to say, you know what, there's a lot of smoke here. There's going to be fire. This is what it's going to be like. All right, they're going after him unfairly, but he's asked for this. And a lot of this stuff is, is crazy. Um, he, he, you know, really said things that led to an insurrection. I don't know that people are going to be as forgiven about this and the Georgia situation than they were about Stormy Daniels or what was the other thing with Alvin Bragg, whatever, you know, like yeah, uh, that. was just, you know, that a lot of people in, in high places do that. I mean, I know it's, I'm not, you know, I'm not condoning it. But right. This is age-old behavior among the, 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 the rich and powerful, you know. Let's Men especially. Say hush, hush money. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but... um. 
I don't know. Everything remains to be seen. I mean, we, we are we are looking at, at future indictments. The Georgia one is going to come down the line very soon. And we'll, you know, uh, he gets a mug shot in Georgia. I'm pretty sure because that's what they're gunning for. Uh, and, uh, it's funny. They asked questions yet, um, yesterday in the courthouse um, when he was facing the judge. And the judge asked him, if you can't afford an attorney, an attorney won't be provided for you. <laughs> There he is. He's sitting in between two really high-priced attorneys, the most expensive ones you can get in the country. I mean, really. Not Takapina. Was Takapina there? No, no. Yeah. I don't believe so. I know Takapina, Joe Takapina. Yeah, I don't think he was. Um, but, uh, I mean, let's face it. He's got the, he's got, he, you have to spend a lot. If you've got a federal indictment, no less. Yeah. Not to. Yeah, it's it's big stuff. I mean, this is uh, uh, this is big stuff going on, and this is it's getting serious. You know, this is getting serious. This to me, and I, I, when the Alvin Bragg thing came out, my initial reaction was joke. You know, this is a joke. I mean, it's yes, it's an indictment. Yes, he gets slapped on the back by all his woke friends and and all the anti-Trump friends. And when I say he, I mean Alvin Bragg, fat Alvin. As he, uh, as as Trump once eloquently put it, Fat Alvin. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> when uh, when that came along, I didn't take it that seriously. Although it is an indictment and it is something to go on, but uh, it, I guess it's good that they started off with that. And you know, I, I, you know, if if you're orchestrating this from behind, I wonder, I wonder if you m- may have done the other one first and then this one, that one second. Um, but maybe not. Maybe they did it in the right order if somebody was actually orchestrating all of these. I think um, I, I think this is different, though, Melissa. I think it's I think it's seriously different. Uh, Frank, yeah, Frank McKay here once again. Melissa, I tell for the documentaries, guys. Or Melissa Vision on Roku or Amazon Fire. I, again, I keep going back to this. It's. You know, it's January 6th, and I went down there, I, and I think I told you, I went down, as soon as I heard this was going on, I uh, I was, um, you know, coming back from upstate New York, I was coming back from Kingston, and I was heading towards, I was uh, heading towards home, and I called my wife, and I said, wow, I didn't even realize this is going on, let me head down there if it's okay with you, and she said, yeah, go ahead, and I went down, and I, I went into the hotel, um, and I, I stayed up till about four in the morning. You know, they, they, the the city was closed off. I mean, it was like you had to get through. It was very, very cops everywhere. Uh, you know, they were set up for like a revolution or, or something, you know, like uh, ready to go on a an insurrection uh, in other places. And it was over. It was, you know, it, it was really held basically to the, um, you know, to the to the Capitol. And when I got to a ho- my hotel, the place was packed. The lobby was packed with Trump supporters and people that had just stormed the the Capitol. And I just, I didn't say I was a reporter. I didn't say I was a radio personality. I, I didn't say any of that, but I just floated around for hours and hours all through the night and uh, were looking at, you know, listening to people's stories. And they were very proud of themselves, Melissa. It was, you know, they felt like they were throwing tea in Boston Harbor. They were, they were patriots. They were, you know, they weren't apologetic. And, you no, know, they thought they were doing something historic. Yeah, they were doing something historic, but they thought they were doing something patriotic good. and right. good. Yeah, they were crazy. Something legal. Well, not necessarily legal, but 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 justifiable. You know, 
um, I mean, the, I mean, throwing tea in the Boston Harbor back in, you know, what was it, seventeen? Was it seventeen seventy-five? Yeah, know. probably seventeen seventy-five. Yeah, that was so, considered illegal under British law. You know, you just don't, <laughs> you know, you're, you're pirating a ship, right? Basically, um, but it was it. We we celebrate that as as, as you know as a, as um, you know bravery as a, a chal- challenging uh, the the authority, the oppressive authority that was overtaxing people and and ruining their their economic lives. But here you're. You know, you're trespassing. Well, I don't know if it's trespassing, but you're breaking the law. You can't, you can't do that uh, in in a, in, in a public place of law, um, of government. You just can't break windows. I mean, this is not a, you know, it, it's a riot. That's what it becomes, basically. Yeah, the Boston Tea Party. Uh, no one died, unless I, uh, I'm forgetting, right? Nobody died at the Boston I Tea don't Party. I think so. It might have been thrown into the. Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> they, they might have got wet. They might have ruined yeah. their clothes, you know. And uh, but you know, nothing. Uh, no one died. Six people died in on January sixth, right? Was it six people? Was it more than that? Well, I know we had at least two two prominent names that were that, that were that were run through the media. We had the police officer. Yep. The, and then we had um, Ashley. Uh, forget her name was in the wrong place at the wrong time but nevertheless somebody lifted her up and put try to get her through the window and she got shot because she was you know breaking in breaking and entering yep yeah it was crazy uh but uh, hold on i'm gonna look as we speak how many people died i should know that i think six people died uh yeah, yeah but hold on let me just make sure i'm giving the right information how many people died i'm just googling on january 6th um so five people died either shortly before, during, or following the event. One was shot by Capitol Police. Another died of a drug overdose. And three died of natural causes. Many people were injured, including 138 police officers. Four officers who responded to the attack died by suicide within seven months, which is, um, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to equate all of those things there. But, I mean... Uh, uh, you know, at least five deaths are tied in with uh, with uh, with uh, January 6th. So, it, look, it's uh, it, death. Blood was spilled. And, and, you know, of course, we feel for those people, especially law enforcement. Well, everybody. But, I mean, the law enforcement uh, people there, I mean, they weren't expecting anything like that. Uh, you know, this was, you know, completely taken off uh, off guard. And. You know, uh, the the president, quite frankly, I think people are going to they're going to use his words in this. And I think they're going to play it over and over and over again. And, Melissa, I think I think some people are going to say, you know what? It does sound like he's inciting these guys to to riot. I mean, do you think that's going to be a conclusion for a lot of people? Yeah, a lot of people have already made up their minds that it was incitement to riot, that he led them on. And that he didn't, you know, and then there were people there. I mean, they they followed him blindly, and they I don't know if they were all violent. They all had, you know, um, um, you know, uh, evil thoughts. You know, like one of one of the intruders in the Capitol wanted to, you know, let, let's hang, uh, let, let's get Nancy Pelosi, and he actually got went into her office and tried to commandeer everything. I mean, that's he got, of course, he probably serving jail time for that but some of them just strolled in they've got in you know they, they got lost in the crowd they were just tourists sort of well i don't know the guy who was dressed as a 
What was he dressed as? A, um, a ram or a deer? <laughs> uh, some kind of animal fur. I, I, it wouldn't have been funny if, like, the Peter people uh, attacked him for having fur on. And <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they threw. Yeah. All of a sudden, in the midst of this, of the violence, gunshots, <laughs> whatever, the glass shattering, the Peter people, people from Peter, you know, an, you know, the animal rights, the fanatic animal rights group, come in with the spray paint. <laughs> 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 they put and blood on him. They threw blood on him. Hey. Fur. You let the, you're wearing a dead animal skin. Shame on you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, uh, hey, where's Peter? And Peter goes in there and just busts through, and they uh, and they throw blood on the fur. <laughs> oh, my God. Spray paint or something. Yeah, red spray paint. It's like, hey, you know, hey. And then he backs down, you know. The Capitol Police couldn't do it, but these old ladies from Peter, hey, we're going to get this guy. Yes. These were the original protesters back in the 80s. They used to spray paint women who wore, wore fur coats on the streets of Manhattan, ruin their fur coats. Yeah. Hey, you know, just a little side note. Um, I had a I, I have a friend and uh, and his wife is a real, you know, doozy, you know, like she's, um, you know, just a, a character, you know, and uh, and they have some money and uh, and she doesn't mind flaunting it. And. They decided, God only knows, but on on uh, on New Year's Eve once they decided to go to a vegan restaurant. I don't know why um, they they were going to a vegan restaurant, and and they went and they went with two friends of mine, and, and actually four friends of mine, um, but the two friends of mine were telling me about this, and she walks out, and she's walking out in a full length fur coat to go into the restaurant, and they were like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're walking into a vegan restaurant. They're going to do things to our food. If you walk in there with a fur coat, they're going to throw blood on you. They're going to, you know, whatever. Are you crazy? You can't. And she was like, I love this coat. I'm, it's New Year's Eve. I'm, and they said, well, why don't we go to a different restaurant? This isn't a good idea. And she's like, no, to hell with that. She went in. They, uh, they, they all sat down. They ordered food. And the woman with the fur coat became violently ill. And, and not to be too graphic, but vomiting in the bathroom all night. Everybody else's food was, you know, fine. I think they did something to her food. Place, yeah, place was in Bayshore. But I, I don't know what the name of the place was. But they must have done something to her food because she yeah, was they, fine. They, they, yeah, yeah. They, uh, oh, my God, they spiked her food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but uh, anyway, but, uh, you yeah, know, so I, I'm surprised, but like, the 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 peter people didn't uh didn't go after that guy he has a name too right doesn't he have like a like a uh, does he have a club name like uh like wolf or or something like that doesn't he have some kind of uh like big name the guy yeah well, uh, i'm talking about the guy what did he have on his head was it a bear's head or a, a lion's head on it looked like a yeah i don't know um ram it looked like a ram to me i could have been wrong with with i think it had horns yeah wow I don't know if it's, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, he had some <laughs> kind of January, horns. and he was wearing just bears. I thought they were bears. I don't know, animal skin. Yeah, what what did he? What, he ended up going right. I mean, you can't can't miss that guy. So he can't deny it was him. You know, he he was like, oh, that was some other guy with a ram's head. You know, I think he wore that in in like everyday life. That guy, you know, it's just like he walked around. <laughs> he went to the mall in that. <laughs> he went. To, 
<laughs> he went to, you know, he went to the post office when he had a mail mail a stamp with his Christmas cards. I think he went in that outfit, right? He was a he was proud of that outfit. It wasn't like he was he was ashamed of it or whatever. So the thing is, he wasn't hard to find. That guy, I think he got he got indicted, right? Yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah, and I think he was. Uh, I think he he just got released from prison. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, how yeah, did he come out tough? Did he come out like? Did he, did he wear that coming out uh, of the, uh, like, was that his, that were the clothes that, that he left in? You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> yeah, he, he walks out. He walked out as he walked in, and he's going right to the Capitol for a second. He no bars can hold me. No, no jail can hold me. And he's going there. He's going to stop at 7-Eleven for a slushy first. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> comes out with you know some yodels and a, a, a slurpee and uh <laughs> just, oh my god yeah but anyway that guy we know who he's voting he's voting for trump no matter what unless he thinks trump sold them out some of them do right some of what is it not the proud boys or or odd fellows or whatever the, not not odd fellows who was who are the other guys uh, proud boys and um q Who's the third group? Um, something, you know, you know, Odd Boys. Or, I don't know. There's some kind of other group that's there. But uh, are they still fully supportive of Trump? Or, or do some of them think that he got sold out? Some of them. I think most of them are there. Some, a few of them have become disillusioned. Right. You know, like Trump used them. Well, right. Or, well, you know what? I mean, he, he uh, does he, I mean, do you think he really cares about these people? Not not in the least. I know him, you know. He, I, I'm sure he would be like, yeah. he'd be laughing about them. A, an absolute, he would think it's an absolute joke and uh, and whatever. But he'd be appreciative that they say, hey, you know, they support me, they support me. You know, it's, uh, you know, they're good for supporting me, but uh, they're nuts, you know, is what he would say. He would He would have no respect for them. But would uh, would appreciate the fact, would appreciate the fact that um, that uh, that they like him, they get him, they get Trump, that's for sure. And um, well, uh, Melissa, I tell Frank McKay here, talking about January sixth, talking about um, you know what this could mean, what the newest indictment could mean to former President Donald Trump. We are. We are awaiting how that will possibly, how that will possibly play out. Um, again, Melissa Itelljoran.com. Frank McKay here with Melissa. Uh, you know, how long does it usually take for this to sink in? Uh, our initial knee-jerk reaction is, is that uh, you know he's he's going to, uh, you know he's going to be, um, um, uh, you know emboldened. He's going to, uh, you know, n- nothing. This is going to blow this off. You know, there's also a thing called death by a thousand cuts, and if you uh, if you think about it, uh, little by little, like all of this has to take its toll, but it's getting bigger and bigger. January sixth is something that uh, that I I don't know that people are all that particularly um, uh, all that particularly comfortable with, uh, even if you're a Trump supporter, they are not the type. They are not the type that um, 
and when I say they, I mean the, the general public, uh, who like insurrections, right? I mean, the, the Trump people, the, the people that were in that hotel, the people that were in other hotels around there, and um, the folks that were, um, were storming the Capitol, those folks, all of those folks are, um, are, 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 are fighters or whatever you want to call them. They're nuts. They're, <laughs> they're crazies. But all of those people, uh, all of those people uh, like what happened that night. Or at least, I don't know if they still like it, but at the time, uh, it got caught up in the moment. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, they're a, a, a small minority of the people in the country. And I know he's the road rage president. I know if you see somebody going crazy on, on the road, you could always assume that they're going to vote for, for Donald Trump. But it's the middle of the road people. It's the independents that may have broken for, for Trump. And it's Republicans that are on the verge of saying enough is enough. Um, mm-hmm. Melissa, how long before we could gauge how those people, the, the, the sane Trump supporters, uh, and there are many sane Trump supporters, you know, they're saying, I'll take him over the Biden crime family, you know. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There are sane people there. How soon before we see anything like this? I don't know. Uh, there are people, you know, they, they, they were just absolutely um, adamant in their support of him. And they say they, that, that uh, no matter what, they'll take him, they'll take Trump, you know, indictments and all and baggage and all over over what they call the the uh, uh, the the mentally adled um, president we have now. And yet, you know, if everything goes the way it is, it seems to be going there'll be a rematch and, and biden will get by somehow because people it'll go it'll go down to certain a certain group of voters you know there are a lot of women um who are in the who, uh, women voters who just don't like him and others and other people and and these let's face it you know it, it, it's a, it's it's a stain on your character if you've got all these indictments <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you go for a job interview and they do a background check. Well, we just looked at your your background. You were you were in, you were in court ten times. <laughs> uh, um, that kind of changes everything. <laughs> we were ready to offer this job to you, but I don't know now if we if you actually meet our prerequisite. Yeah, I, it's just it, it, it's amazing, um, Melissa. Uh, you know, just kind of put a bow on this we'll uh, we'll see what uh, what happens by the next time we talk uh things could be completely different and and we've we've been in a holding pattern for a little while but there is something that could seriously um happen between now and the next time we speak that um you know that that could really change uh what's going on we'll see what that can be um, I'm sure you you join in with me in thanking everyone for tuning in each and every week, and um, we appreciate it. And we're going to have a lot to talk about. We're going to have a lot to talk about coming up. I predict, and again, I've uh, uh, you know I've said in in the past that there's going to be a holding pattern for for you know a bit, and we're going to have different things like that going on. But um, but I predict that something uh, something's going to change by the night next time we talk. And uh, and that could very and I'm not saying DeSantis is going to take over from Trump. I don't I don't think that's happening anytime soon. But I think you're going to see a uh, a chunk of of uh, Trump supporters leaving um, him or or disapproving of him, 
and I don't mean the hardcore supporters, but I'm talking about uh, you're gonna you're gonna see four or five percent maybe leave him. Do you do you think there's any possibility of that? I think anything is possible. You know, we we have yet to get into the you know the the crux of the primary season. Uh, the, the first Republican debate is not until I think later this month. Um, things can you know as, as Dick Morris says, you know, you're up, you're down. Nothing's final. Nothing's fatal. But um, again, with each indictment, with each uh, legal entanglement, Trump does very well with with uh, with his with the fundraising. And these people just flocked him. They they think they're defending I don't know a martyr. I, I don't know. And and they they get more emboldened, and he gets more emboldened, and he's enjoying this. I mean, I'm not saying I'm sure it's, it's real. I, I would think it bothers him. It must weigh heavily on his on, on him. You know, he didn't look too thrilled in the in the New York Times picture of yes from yesterday. Yeah, but he'll he'll fight his people. Uh, you know, his closest and most fervent supporters like a fight, and he likes a fight. But uh, you know, like I said, death by a thousand cuts. It's got to uh, it, it's got to get at you a little bit. Uh, uh, let's see let's see how it goes, Melissa. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Frank, and thank you to everyone who listens to us regularly every week, and we, we're thankful for you. And uh, we, we stick by you, and, and we wouldn't have a show without you. Yep. We're, we, we support you no matter what, the same way uh, these Trump supporters support <laughs> their president. So you could do all kinds of things, and we support you anyway. We love you for listening. But, uh, no, I'm just, I'm just teasing. But uh, thank you very, very much, everyone, for tuning in each and every week. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on the Melissa Itell Jern Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell Jern and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.